Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. You know what's a must-win game? When you're in the championship game of the Texas League and you get a one game to win the whole darn thing. That's where the Travs are tonight, and Stephen Davis is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He's the voice of the Travelers. Stephen, welcome, and uh, what a great way to finish the season. It all comes down to this. It does. And technically, last night was a must-win game True. as well. You, know, you don't win last night, the uh, sucker was over, and Amarillo was celebrating, and they had a heck of a crowd here, and they were fired up. They were out for blood, and, and the Travs, speaking of not holding leads like your Cubs did, Four-run lead in the fifth inning disappears. Amarillo ties it in the eighth on a homer, and you're thinking, man, this thing's slipping away. They've got all the momentum, and you get a leadoff homer in the ninth out of nowhere and hold the one-run lead, and now you're playing for everything tonight. Uh, somebody's going to be real happy tonight, and the other team's going to have uh, uh, scratching their heads about what went wrong and why they weren't able to pull it out tonight. You guys split the division uh, series, the, the North Division series, you you know, the first two games, and then you come back and you scored like 100 runs and, par- and buried them in the last game. Yeah. Any scenario you can see something similar tonight? Do you feel good about the matchup with the starting pitchers and whatnot? Well, that's what's crazy about tonight is both teams, because of injuries, because of guys who have been shut down for the year, because of various things, both teams are actually going to be bullpenning tonight. It's going to be a bullpen game on both sides. Okay. So literally any scenario is in play tonight for these teams. Uh, I could, you could see anything. You could see, especially with this ballpark out here. I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about it before, but Hodgetown out here in Amarillo is one of the five best offensive parks in all of baseball, period, at any level. Uh, we're at elevation out here. We're over 3,600 feet. The wind blows out to left field. It's a smaller ballpark. The ball jumps here. We had six home runs last night uh, combined between the teams. They were all solo homers. That's kind of standard, actually, for the ball, ball games out here. Uh, the previous playoff game they'd had this year was a 10-inning game that finished 12-11. to 11. So you're going to get some runs in this ballpark. That's just how it goes. And now you're going to see four, five, six, maybe more pitchers on each side, depending on who's available and how things are going. So, honestly, you could see the Travs put up uh, 14 runs like they did in the game three of the division series. I could see Amarillo putting up 14 runs. Their offense is that good. This game could be a 15-14 to 14 type game, or it could be like last night where pitchers are making pitches, getting out of jams, and you end up with some kind of 5-4, to 6-5 ball game again. But it's one of those ball games where you want to play from in front to get some runs early, get a lead, and try to set up your bullpen with your big dogs as best you can. Although, when you get to a ball game like this, when you know it's the last one of the year, you're probably throwing your best guys no matter what the score is. I could have woken up with my head stapled to the carpet, and I wouldn't have been any more shocked knowing that Amarillo's elevation is over 3,000 feet. You really threw me well, off there. I was sitting there. I was talking to Rusty Meeks, the CEO of the Travs. He came by and brought his kids last week, and I was talking to him this morning. And he was telling me, I told him we had Stephen Davis on, and, he was, and his quote, quote, he sent me a text. He's our radio broadcaster. Fantastic at what he does. We're so glad to have had him this long. And now I see why this guy has a background. I mean, he just laid out a that's picture thorough. for us. Yeah, that's thorough, and we know, and we could listen and be like, oh, why is everybody hitting home runs? Well, because they're at elevation. There's a little thing, you know, all this kind of stuff, and that's the way they play. When did they jack up Amarillo? I thought it was flat as a pancake. I had no idea. Oh, it's flat. It must be on a little it's plateau. It's flat. It's just up. Mesa. You're getting up in the panhandle. You're kind of getting to the, the foothills of the Rocky Mountains if you look in the right direction. I guess so. Well, there you go. I didn't know it either. So tell me about the starter tonight for the Travs since they are bullpenning it out. 
Well, I'll break the news. Jake Haber is going to start tonight. He's made a few spot starts this year, I think three earlier in the year, but Jake's been a, a two-inning guy, tops, maybe only one uh, is what they'll go with him tonight. It's going to be an all-hands-on-deck type situation. I haven't been able to find out. You know, if everybody's available tonight, uh, you're still not going to push guys to the limits where there might be injuries. But I would think anyone that could be available would be available tonight. So uh, they'll see what they can get from him to start and then go from there. They, You know, last night, Prolander Barroa, who has been the Trav's most consistent reliever this year, the, the biggest power reliever they have, a guy who's been to the big leagues this season, was brought on for a six-out save last night, mm. uh, which is rare uh, for him. And he promptly gave up a tying home run then to start the eighth inning, which is a home run only in this ballpark, in this league. Although, ironically, the one the Travs went ahead with in the ninth inning also was only a home run in this ballpark. So they got it back the next inning. But Baroa ended up pitching the final two innings last night. He threw about 35 pitches. So uh, they had a big ask of him last night. But that's what you got to do in what was a must-win game last night to get it done and close it out. So they've got lots of arms available tonight. I would expect to see uh, at least one hand's worth. Uh, at least five guys to the mound tonight for the Travs, if not six or seven if needed, depending on how things are going. Steven, a double-A championship is not the ultimate goal for any of these guys, but you can tell after winning the division championship, this does mean a lot to them. Just give me kind of the feeling of the team and and how much you feel like winning this thing would would mean to these guys. I mean, it's certainly a feather in the cap and a memory for them. Yeah, it would be, and this group's been pretty close all year. Now, some of the guys have cycled out of here to Seattle or to Tacoma with promotions throughout the season, but the group that's still here now, pretty close, uh, whether it's veteran guys that have been here throughout the year or some of the younger guys that have come up from Everett late in the season, uh, and you get to the playoffs, you want to win. Uh, you know, there's always that you know talk about the minor leagues. These guys, are, they don't care about winning. They're just out here to try to get better. These guys care. You put guys out professional athletes you put them out there they're competing they don't want to get embarrassed everyone's trying to win ball games you put them in a playoff type scenario they're definitely trying to win ball games and i don't know if you guys have seen the video from when we clinched the, the division last week when in that third game at home against springfield the, the party with the, the spray into the champagne and the party mm-hmm. the boys had you get to do that so rarely in sports that if you get a chance to do it again you want to get it done, and no matter what, this is the last day this team's going to be together, and that means something to these guys. So uh, I have no doubt that they're going to go out there and do every little thing they can tonight to try to pull out a victory. And it's been 15 years, guys, since the Travelers won a championship in a, in a league that now has 10 teams and used to have only eight uh, a few years ago. Uh, 15 years is a long time to go between titles. So the Travelers are trying to end what would be a decade and a half uh, drought tonight uh, if they can pick up one more win. Have they won the Texas League before? Yes, 2008 was the last one. Travs uh, have won several Texas League titles over the years. 19, let's see if I can remember this correctly here, or I can look it up, actually, it would be better. 77, 79, and 80. Uh, Travs dominated for three out of four years in the Texas League. Then they won in 1989, uh, which is kind of a legendary team in Travs history, the group that had Bernard Gilkey and Ray Lankford. Uh, and then 2001, uh, they actually won a shortened championship series after the September 11th attacks cut short the championship series that year. Travs were awarded the title, and then 2008, the last time the Travs won the Texas League. So it's been a while. Uh, they're few and far between, so you got to enjoy them uh, for, your, for your fan base and your front office when you get them. And hopefully tonight's uh, one to add to the list. There was one years ago, and I remember the call very specifically. I couldn't find it in the system there. I know we had it at one point. Phil Elson uh, was doing the games then, and there was a uh, an umpire that lost the count, and I think it was during the championship <laughs> series. I remember yes, the, the, the home plate umpire was Fritzoni because Phil kept saying his name over and over again. He was furious. What, what year was that? Do you remember? 
I don't remember. That was a traveler loss to, I believe, Midland in the championship series. And the ironic part of that was, I believe it was a best of five series at that point. Phil actually hit me up on Twitter today, guys. It goes, man, it's amazing. This was a best of three series. It's hard to believe this was best of seven not too long ago. Uh, <laughs> this got changed a few years ago from best of five. It is a much different scenario when it's a best of three series. You are in a sprint to the finish. I don't remember what year that was, though, where the Travs lost the, the deciding game on a, a controversial uh, call with the, the umpire losing track of the count. Now the part that gets lost in the shuffle, and next time you talk to Phil, he can verify this. I'll text him. That Yeah, that was not a winner-take-all game. I believe the Travs were actually down significantly in that series and would have had to come back and win several games in a row, but that ended the series right there. So it was kind of a frustrating finish uh, to lose that. But, yeah, I've heard that call, and I've heard Phil's version of that story many times. It's legendary. Here's a common common fan question for you. How many of these guys from tonight will be on the roster on opening day, which is, uh, is only six months and eight days away, by the way, April 5th <laughs> is the opening day for you guys. Uh, how many of these guys will be on that roster to start next year? That's a great question, uh, and you hope none of them. You hope they're all getting promoted or getting better jobs. Now, generally speaking, I would say off a 28-man roster, you're getting 10 to 15 of them at least back to start on opening day the next year. So uh, we had a high number this year. I believe it was close to 20 that had played for the Travs before that were back on opening day this year. Now we've got a little bit of a younger team now, but about half this group is also minor league free agents. Do you think uh, so sec- they'll be looking for jobs. Do you think secretly down deep some of the coaches and uh, CEO, upper upper management, are like wanting some of the guys back? Like, please don't take them up. We'll start the year with some guys. Everybody want to come out and watch opening day? You know what? The coolest part if they're back for opening day is if you win it, is you can have like a legitimate like ring ceremony. Oh, that's and cool. like honor the guys who were there from the year before. And it's not just two or three guys. It's pretty cool when you can do that. It's just the way it works. Double A is a high enough level of minor league baseball that you get a significant portion of your team back the next year. So there will be plenty of familiar names uh, back for Travs fans next season uh, at the start of the year that hopefully we'll get to celebrate a title depending on uh, how tonight goes. Well, good luck. 106.7 again tonight. First pitch is... 7.05, we'll hit the air at 6.50, and uh, we'll see how things go. Hopefully by about uh, 10 o'clock, we've got smiles on our faces. Do you all spend the night there, or do you guys come back right after the game regardless? So here's the deal, because this is the end of the season. The, the Mariners are making travel plans for all these guys. So what's going to happen tonight is guys who are flying home to their destination will stay here in Amarillo tonight and fly out tomorrow from the Amarillo Airport to wherever they're going. They've brought all their stuff with them. They've moved out of Little Rock. The rest of the guys who have cars back in Little Rock will ride the bus back home tonight right after the game and then disperse from there uh, when they get back. So uh, this is it's literally goodbye tonight. Win or lose, there will be uh, hugs and tears after the game tonight. Hopefully happy tears, but... Uh, this is a tough night. You get to the end, it's like you know, the college basketball. You get to the final game of the tournament, you know that's the end. Yeah. One way or the other, you get to the, anything, a do-or-die game and World Series. This is it. So uh, this will be uh, this will be a fun one tonight, a uh, last go-around for the Travs, and, uh, and we'll see where it goes before everybody disperses tomorrow. Well, to quote the manager from the fictional Cleveland Indians in Major League, there's only one thing left to do, win the whole blanking thing. So, I'm glad you, you censured yourself there. We would have had some problems otherwise. Hey, listen, i got to have a last day in radio. It just ain't going to be today. Steven, thank <laughs> you, buddy. I appreciate you. Safe travels to you, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. We'll see you later. All right, man. Great job this year, by the way. Enjoyed listening to you. Steven Davis, pro's pro. Awesome stuff. Listen in for the Travs tonight, folks, unless you're going to Amarillo.